Welcome to EFAB, Who You Talking To? This is a podcast about a blog about life, parenting, and living with a chronic illness. I'm your host, EFabulousHB. For more information about me, visit my blog, EFabulousHB.com. I hope you enjoy this podcast episode. Today, I want to talk about the fact that they pulled my mom off of the school bus to pick cotton. Okay, they pulled my mama off the school bus to pick cotton. If you are new to my blog or my podcast or even you follow me on IG, let me just say that I'm a proud 47 year old black American mother. It talks about the grittiness of being black American, co-parenting, growing old with my womanhood, living with sarcoidosis, having creative block and racism. I'm black American. I descend from American chattel slaves and I'm very proud of it. Anti-black American sentiments, colorism and stupidity is not fucking welcome in my space. So, uh, in July, I had a talk with my auntie Shirley. I love her. I love talking to my auntie Shirley. She's gotten older now. And so, uh, the things that they didn't talk about when we were kids, uh, we get to talk about now because I'm a grown up. Uh, for the last three years or so, I love having these private chats with my auntie. Um, again, as she gets older, she shares memories of my mother with me and expounds on things that my mother touched on when she was living, but never went into detail. It's like getting a front row seat to the things that helped shape my mother. And it also shaped her trauma. You know, um, my mama used to say, you'll know me more in death than you will in life. And you will miss me when I'm gone. And she said that from the time I was seven until maybe when I left home at 17. And I used to really hate when she said that. But you know what? She never lied. It was very true. I am learning more about my mom as I have become a mother and after her death than I ever knew of her in life. Um, I didn't know her well when she was living. Uh, she was surviving not thriving. All of her energy went into making sure I thrived. The fruits of her sacrifice is me. I'm here. I'm a fairly brilliant, educated woman with a great start to my accounting career in the early days. I'm a devoted mother now, and I'm a Black American woman filled with pride because I know where I come from. Um, I laughed with my auntie Shirley. Um, I mentioned how Black Americans have been suffering over 400 years of employment, medical Social, fiscal, and educational apartheid. I mentioned how it used to hurt me so much. Uh, when my mother used to look at the scars from picking cotton on her hands, they were ingrained in her hands, these scars. And she used to burst out into tears. Um, sometimes she would cry and wail into the night. Just looking at the scars on her hands triggered some very painful, hurtful memories. And as we talked, my auntie Shirley said something that literally brought me to tears on the other end of the phone. She said, they used to pull us off the school bus and make us pick cotton. And when she said that, she didn't know it. But on the other end of the phone, I was crying. I didn't let her know I was crying, but that had cut me so fucking deep. Um, It just, it hurt because... My mom was big brain. She was smart. She loved learning. She loved 
reading. Um, I think she left school until she was an undergrad. She skipped a grade like moi. Um, she was always on the honor roll. And to think she loved learning so much and worked so hard and she did all of that while having to miss days to pick cotton is infuriating, right? You know, because I feel like they took a piece of my mother's childhood. They they took away, they chipped away at, at something that a white child would have had full privilege to. Um. She used to tell me about missing days from school to pick cotton. And I used to feel really bad for her. But when my aunt told me they were yanked off the bus, I felt angry. I felt angry at America. I felt angry at systemic racism. I felt angry at myself because I was really angry about all the shit I ever gave her. Um, I felt really angry at the injustice, the many injustices my family had to endure while they were sharecropping. I felt angry at the American government and racist white people who propped up Jim Crow laws and made lives for black Americans a living fucking hell. Kind of like now. Yeah. Kind of like now. So then my aunt said, yeah, she could pick some cotton. Your mother was competitive and she would pick as much cotton as the boys. Imagine your mother picking up to 200 pounds of cotton. 200 fucking pounds of cotton. Um, my auntie didn't say the F word. That's all me. Um, <laughs> but she said that she would sometimes break down the bells and put them on her back. And my heart sank. And it sank real deep because uh, all through my teenage years, I was a jerk. Uh, I grew up poor. I say that on my podcast all the time. I used to complain about hauling the laundry to the laundromat. Because we didn't have no washing machine and dryer in my house. I had to go to the laundromat. We didn't have it in our building. Um, the washing machine and dryer was for the landlord. And I was their basement. We had to go to the laundromat. And I used to have to haul a big ass bag on my back. And I used to be super angry about that shit. Because I was real skinny. Um, and I used to complain about doing the dishes. And during my teenage years, I wanted nothing to do with being domestic. I gave my mother so much hell about who I thought she should be and who I thought she should be to me. And I wish I could go back into time and take it all back because I didn't know her backstory. I didn't know. And I just feel bad for being a fucking asshole to somebody who had to endure the abuse of Jim Crow. Um, and my mother had to endure other abusive relationships in tandem. Uh, so I, I grieve. I grieve the fact that I didn't know her story. And, um, you know, I should have been kinder to her. You know, I keep telling myself, it's like, don't freak out. You didn't know her story. I, I just knew that she had deep trauma from the Jim Crow South. And a lot of family dysfunction. But, you know, the reason I even exist, I'm even on the podcast today, is because she made the great migration from Haytown, Crothersville, Missouri to Chicago for a better life. Um, I'm 47 goddamn years old. Um, if my mother had lived, she would have been 72. She died when she was 46. She endured a lot of trauma 
a lot of trauma affected her life. She suffered from just devastating depression. Um, and it crippled our relationship until a year before her death. I still have so many questions and I, and I still have my own trauma from our tumultuous relationship and trying to work through that. Um, as the conversation drew to a close with my auntie, I said to her, uh, I want this pandemic to blow over because I want you to come down here to Texas and spend some time in my beautiful house. Um, and then she said to me, I would give any amount of money to have your mother and my sister come down from heaven and visit with you and see how wonderful you turned out. She would be so proud of you. You were her pride and joy. She kept her foot on your neck so that you would turn out to have a good life. I would give anything for her to see you and your future CEO. I would give anything for her to see your good life. And my heart just burst with unicorns and puppies and love and joy and sadness and regret all at the same time. Because that was the most touching and beautiful thing my auntie has ever, ever said to me. Um, I am a sharecropper's granddaughter. My mama picked cotton. That was not that long ago. I am a descendant of American chattel slaves. And I'm damn proud. Um, and I share this story because I want to let people know if your Black Lives Matter message was only for a moment, mine's is for a fucking lifetime. And I will forever be proud of where I come from. And I will forever ever be proud of the young girl that picked up the 200 pounds of cotton with her bare little hands in that Jim Crow South because she was my mother and she was a brilliant American black woman. I'm sorry they pulled you off that bus, mama. You still demonstrated intellectual excellence and moxie and in spite of Jim Crow. So God bless you. And if my mama can hear me in heaven, thank you for being my mama, mama. That's it. That's the podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for supporting this podcast and listening to this episode. If there are topics that you want me to cover, feel free to email me at efab at efabulousHB.com. Take care and stay fabulous.